Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel 94.1. Well, the University of Alabama, college football's national champion team. The uh, Crimson Tide defeated SEC rival Georgia 26-23 overtime. It was uh, quite yeah, a so nail-biter. Here's what it sounded like. So, it, basically, uh, Alabama should have won the game with a kick, and the kid duck-hooked it left to Can not win the that? game. I mean, that was crushing wow. for them, and it went to OT, and Georgia kicks a field goal right out of the gate, and then the first play from scrimmage. Now Alabama's going to have to make a kick, and their quarterback got sacked for a 35-yard loss. Yeah, it, it was looked like, like second and 26. If they're like, this yeah. is bad, and then the next play from scrimmage. Think about Lola trying to make up for it. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! This freshman QB for Bama just throws a long pass. Can you believe it? A dart to the left for a touchdown. That was, that was a great ending, man. It was worth staying up. A lot of people, I think, went to bed. You were like, man, <laughs> I don't blame you, man. It was going to be I over did. in regulation, and now it's like OT. I'm not going to lie. When it was uh, when it was uh, about uh, the fourth quarter started, and you know, there's probably about 11 minutes left, and it was still 10 to 20, and Georgia was just manhandling the heck out of them. I was like, I'm done. Um, I, I have this history of going to sleep or leaving at the wrong time, oh, no. and this was one of them. I wake up in the middle of the night about four in the morning, and I see a text from Jeff. I'm like, <laughs> my stomach dropped. I was like, oh, God, I missed it again. I mean, you saw the missed kick? I actually went to, no, I didn't see that. I went to bed oh. a little bit before. It was 10 to 20. Could you believe in that the missed quarter. kick, that poor kid? No. He had missed a kick earlier in the game, Molly, and they're setting it up, setting it up. Yes. I was like, oh, you poor kid. So that's the oh. only, I felt, at least redemption. Here's the missed kick right here. Pepinastas with the national championship from 36 yards. And it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. And then uh, Georgia's field goal in OT was like a 50-yarder. It was. Wow. And that guy nailed it. It was a great kick. So... It was an anyway. amazing game on so many levels because of the fact that the uh, the starting quarterback for Alabama, who took him through the whole season, got benched and didn't come back second half because of his performance, which you never hear. From. We certainly have never done that in so much in so long. But to have to put to have the cojones to put a freshman in that's never touched the ball in, in his collegiate career is amazing. Because the guy in front of him was so good, but uh, they just have talented arms on the uh, sidelines. That's the level of talent. Remember that big yes. programs. Yeah. So. Nick Saban wins his fifth national championship. Uh, it's fifth, na- fifth national championship uh, since 2009. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. A, they, I mean, it was a fantastic game. The crowd was absolutely on the edge of their seats. It was a packed house down there at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah, it was. Um, the pu- president was on hand. 
Um, <laughs> to mixed reviews. They had to lock down the gates, which is total normal procedure. The Secret Service does this. Yeah. But it was like an hour before、uh, well, kickoff, and so people couldn't get in and they were mad. And what made it worse is it was raining out there and everybody's standing in the rain and everything's locked. And so as the motorcade comes through, they're all booing. Uh, they're, they're booing Trump. Yes. You know? yeah. yeah, but it sounded like a lot of boos when they announced him from the crowd. Yeah, it、yes. was mixed.、Um, yeah. One of the Bama players, when they were walking onto the field, is caught on camera yelling,、yep. F Trump. They're running back. Yeah. Like, well, woo, I just、okay. don't know if you're Trump's people、Why、that you're you like,、go? eh, maybe she's staying. Is he that big of a fan,、uh, maybe,、uh, of Alabama? Or, or just, I just, I didn't understand why his presence was there. He left before halftime. I mean, I think、yeah. a lot of times the president comes, it's the big, it's the big college football Super Bowl. You know, you go, you, you wave, and congratulations, you student athletes. And then, you know, I mean,、yeah. obviously, this is a particularly、uh, polarizing、um, figurehead. So you get, some, you get some pushback. So we'll see who the final votes will be for number one. I mean, there's some guys out there. There, that can still pick UCF. So, selfishly,、uh, we're all rooting for Scott Frost. And before the game, he did all of the shows on ESPN、uh, talking about Nebraska. Coach, from the outside looking in, as you go back to Nebraska to coach, we always think he's from Nebraska, he coached at Nebraska, so it makes sense. I mean, he played at Nebraska, it makes sense to go back to Nebraska. What was that like for you going through that decision? Yeah, that's not true at all.、Um, I, I loved where I was. UCF's a great place. There were some other really good jobs open that I had interest in.、Um, there's been some things broken in Lincoln for a while、uh, that kept them from winning. And until those things changed, I didn't really have an interest in going back. All those things are in place now, and I think the table's set to see Nebraska make a resurrection. What, what are some of those things, Scott? You know, leadership on campus, leadership in the athletic department, unity of purpose,、uh, unity in the fan base.、Um, Look at these, a lot of programs, including these two playing in this game, that are great programs. They win, and then inevitably there's a dip after a while. And then you see them come back. You know, Alabama had a dip until they got the right people and Coach Saban in place, and now you see where they are. It happens to a lot of programs, it happened to Nebraska. I hope we're the ones to bring it back where it should be. I like、wow. this、uh, line here. Yeah, that's not true at all. He, he might sound rude, but I just don't think Frost suffers fools. He doesn't like it when reporters start a question with、exactly. putting words in his mouth. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, hey, coach, your favorite food is cinnamon cookies.、Uh, who's going to be your quarterback next year? And he would go, you know. Yeah, that's not true at all. I've never liked cinnamon cookies, but we're going to look hard for. And I think you're going to hear a lot of that because he did that kind of during the press conference. Yeah, I know. I'm here of like, well, I know. He, he's how many a, questions are you going to ask here? You know, those deals. I, I never.、Um, uh, yeah, that's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> But that not Can that、piece. be our new <laughs> yes, guys? Yes, it is.、Like、a, actually, that's our new. Yeah, that's not true at all. Yeah. <laughs> We need to use that for so many things. Yeah, we do. All right, it's、uh, 6 11. What, what else is going on, dear?、Uh, so, we've got the Consumer Electronics Show going on out in Vegas. This is where they unveil all the new hot little tech toys that we're going to want. Well, apparently, it's not just for humans. The, first, the world's first smart pet bed. Is getting ready to hit the market. And this could be a game changer for people. It's a smart bed, it's like a Fitbit for your pet. So, what does it so, do? So, it's a smart bed, and then there's like a toggle that you put on their,、uh, on their collar,、uh-huh. and it'll track your pet's weight. 
how uh, their rest, their activity level, the climate controlled. So let's say like you're, uh, let's say. If they're outside got a, or whatever. And it, right. Like if you have hot. a dog on the back porch, like let's say yeah. you have a dog on like an enclosed porch. And you're like, oh, it's getting cold. I'll bump up the heat on the on the on the bed. And you'll also be able to tell uh, their cal- caloric Burn rates, rest levels, other health metrics. Uh, the Fitbits on humans are a joke. You tell me it's going to work on a dog. Yeah. This is when just, you take it to that level. Fitbit has run out of sucker humans to sell fit, Fitbits to. Uh, so now oh, this just, is absolutely. Oh this is somebody who has a fur baby and loves them. They say that pet parents, because tracking a pet's activity and weight fluctuations never been more important. Today, there are over 80 million cat and dog households in the United States, and 53% of those are overweight. You know, so you've Yeah, got that's not people. true at all. <laughs> these are numbers. <laughs> these are fact numbers. I don't... I, I, but so I guess it's the P- Petrix Smart... Uh, smart pet bed. I like how they're shaming all of our animals. Absolutely. Now. Breaking down <laughs> what percentage of our pets are overweight. I can see doing this for a heat factor, but but overweight yes. and I mean, come on, that's a well, little. It should be then the right? Fitbit, like what the Fitbit does for us, where you can program it that it buzzes when you haven't moved for yeah. five well, that's or what ten I'm wondering. minutes. I mean, your dog is going to be like enough. Yeah. Yes. When he's trying he can- to sleep all day by the front door. So it comes with an app that goes onto your phone and obviously like you can track everything from your phone from the the little thing that's on your pet and it has all sorts of stuff. So uh, you can set critical reminders like pet appointments and like vet appointments, um, when to give them medications. It'll uh, it'll tell you like application dates for if you do the flea and text stuff. I'm just saying it's like basically I, I, I don't understand why you would need it but i don't also have a dog and i also have children <laughs> so well. it's like it's to the point where you're like listen bottom of the food chain my friend um but it'll let you know about like food okay. recalls and things like that but it's this new pet bed that's coming out on the market capitalizing off these uh you know dog pet people yeah spend whatever dime new tech there's probably something there but yes i just never want to buy tech when it's early yeah let's right. let the pet people figure it out first uh, and Americans, we are set to eat more meat in 2018 than ever before, which is interesting because it seems like the trend has always been for healthier. You know, we're always looking for meat alternatives and ways to be healthier. But uh, the average American consumer is going to eat about 222 pounds of red meat and poultry this year. And, and that's this is because of what diet? Record setting since 2004. Diet chains? Like some of the health pounds. people are going to be eating more of this it's meat? cheaper. I mean, that's okay. a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's supply. We chicken breasts, the costs were the lowest they've been in five years. Steak and ham getting less expensive. And I mean, honestly, that you sort so of shop meat with your pack, poultry. It's meat and poultry. Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. poultry included in that? Yes. They said poultry and meat and red meat. Okay. 222 pounds. Yeah, I was just reading yesterday that they're pushing more so the fact and taking away that whole deal of going red meat's bad for you. If you eat the lean meats, then it's it's okay. Because well, yeah. yeah. fit people, all they eat is chicken. Yeah. I mean, most fit people are sick of chicken. God, I love chicken, eat. but gosh, I don't yeah, know they're like not, that, they're man. not dipping it in sauces like we are. I it's know. usually, that, you know, bear yes. with some broccoli. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I roasted it and, or I steamed it. I'm like, oh my God. You know, and then they um, always have to, they pre-prepare their meal and they take a picture and put it on Instagram. You're like, who is that put together? 
It's not I don't know what I'm going to eat today. I don't know what I'm going to eat. I eat like a dog. Anywhere between five minutes to an hour before I eat. It's just <laughs> chaos theory. I know. It's whatever I do. People have to meal plan, uh, they, they break down their chickens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Portion them strange. out for the week. Yeah, I'm yeah. always blown away. I'm I'm actually very impressed. Like you'll see those people where, you know, whether it's just for themselves or for a whole household, they'll meal plan for the week and they'll shop and they'll you know they'll prep and everything and they'll portion it all out. I I'm never that together. Not, none of us are I mean, on a show. I'm slapdash. I mean, are, if it's one of those things where if I make a big pot of soup, sure I'll freeze it for later. But I mean that wasn't. That wasn't planned. And you know what all that means? Wow. That's just freezing garbage to me. When I freeze it for later, that means I'm going to throw out a block of frozen Tupperware oh, in really? three months. I actually you don't do go eat to it. it. You don't go to just it. A, yeah. It's just a giant ice cube of some sauce. I'm like, is that chicken or spaghetti? Right. I do the same thing. I'm trying to get better at it, but geez, man, it, it is tough. It is tough. It's so tough it's a job. for me. Well, I'm just so spoiled. I mean, I could have a, I could have a pound of hamburger in the freezer, right? Right. Ready to, you know, just thaw out news. I'd rather get in my car, drive all the way to the store, <laughs> grab buy it some, fresh. buy it fresh. Not it's still fresh, just frozen. Buy some thawed out stuff before I take that thing out and just now, thaw is it, it out. Is it wasteful? Of course. <sighs> yeah. That's why we waste so much food. But it's pretty convenient. You're yes, able to do it. They want us to. We're, we're boosting the economy. Now, I mean, do you ever yeah. have to cook for the whole family? I mean, how many people have to cook for? You can't. Wileen can't eat what you cook. And um, do you keep cook for the boys? I cook what I, that house, the house I live in, just so people know, she's celiac. So it's a gluten-free house. I cook specifically for her diet and I eat the same thing. Right. Yeah. You've said um, that before. Yeah, that but I've, 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 I've so learned. So you're cooking for, for few, so, uh, Jeff, so I'm few, awful. you're going to have lots of leftovers. I, there's four but three now because one's out in uh, Wayne State College. I cook for 10. I cannot stop it. I don't know why. I, I mean, feel you make that... enough for 10, but oh I'm just saying you're God. only feeding three. So it's just Exactly. Just it's just wasteful. It's tough. It's hard to cook for a small. It is. Select, I, but... my, I think my biggest challenge is the fact that nobody eats what I want to eat. Oh, so yeah, I feel I mean, like I'm making four meals, you know. Well, I'm, you're I'm a mom. Cooking. That's the role. You're, it's not about you, right? Short order I mean, cook, yeah. That's right. They don't want, they could have the greatest foods, but they want grilled cheese sandwiches. Right. right. But why can't you make it taste good? Why can't you just make it taste good? I made, I am telling you this, I made homemade bolognese. Okay. I I don't know what that is, to be honest with you. It's Italian. It's Italian meat sauce. So it is slow roasted, it's meat, it's tomatoes. uh, You cut up, you know, really finely cut up carrots and celery and onions and all the stuff. You cook it all in it. I mean, it is. Is absolutely probably one of my top ten favorite See, things I'm that I've sure, ever made. I'm sure it is, but Molly, you're, you're, too much you're trying to it. be a five star chef yeah. at Denny's. You bet. I, I just you're back there slaving over a, the kitchen, and the waiter's like, "Dude, still waiting on those burgers." <laughs> hamburger and a jar of sauce. That's all I do. And I call it uh, spaghetti. No one's moving your your <laughs> bolognese. Of, that's not moving at all. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't need. We're I mean, backed up. We need grilled cheese sandwiches and burgers. And then you you name it wrong. I mean, I know what it is, what it is, but don't call it bolognese. Call it, uh, I don't know. Um, well, because if I say meat sauce, then they pan. get all freaked out. Poop in a get, pan. Like, I got I got cat poop soup. Poop in a pan. <laughs> Oliver, uh, the twelve year old, was going down the list of things I've created or what I call it. Turd salad. I, I call right. it all that just to have fun with it. It 
you know, it, it's heartbreaking it's to sit across from people that it's are like basically holding their nose. No, it's seriously, it's soul crushing. Because like you'll sit there and you're like, this is so, this is so good. And they're like, I mean, if I eat three more bites, can I but please be done? Why like, would I hate you? Try this. Try this next time. Throw Minecraft into it. Say, tell Declan it's Minecraft meat sauce. Bam. Is it eating with CP eats it? Eating with children is all control issues. So you got to finesse them into like, remember when we were younger, none of us liked food. Everybody's finicky. Yes. Yes. It's a first world problem. My daughter came home hungry yesterday. I bought her hot lunch at school. She wouldn't eat it. Mm -hmm. The teacher's like, I tried. She wouldn't. She ate the banana. That was it. She came home. She was starving. She was ready to eat. Maybe you should. No, the teacher told me. Like, as Maris, like, I didn't. She's like, she's going to be really hungry. Yeah, I picked her up. Like, she didn't eat. We tried to. She ate one pea and a banana and wouldn't eat the macaroni and cheese at school. I was like, "What do you do?" I mean, what? You, seriously, like she's just she's stone when you she doesn't want to eat something. You call it princess juice. <sighs> it's warm princess juice, and all the princesses in Princess Land drink it. I, I think from from <laughs> from first grade until seven, I would go to school every day with a sack lunch. Throw it away, a, right? And throw it away. Yes, yes. that's I what mean, you I do. I still feel guilt for We're it. Yeah, but you never were hungry. Remember, when you're hungry, it's you're like going to eat. You're going to eat. And yes. so I got sent to school with a with a brown paper bag with an apple or an orange at the bottom. Yeah. And then it was the boringest sandwich on earth. It was like <laughs> butter. I think maybe she switched up the ingredients to see if I would eat it and complain, maybe. That's the only right. thing I can imagine. But it'd be like butter on white bread with a piece of bologna. It was just bland. I'm not, I was a little brat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would drink my milk. And, and when everyone was done, I would pick up that brown bag and throw it in the trash can. I could still hear... The apple or the orange from the bottom of the bag hitting the bottom oh. of the trash can. You know that loud thump? I'd eat yeah. the Little Debbie snack, sure. never eat the sandwich, and wow, then later on time. got wise enough to feed other other kids that eat your sandwich. Yeah. yeah. But I never ate my lunch. <laughs> I know that's just my life. My poor mom would make it every day, and I'd throw it oh, away yeah. every day. Yeah. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show. Come on, wake up. The best way to wake up. Wake up. Hey, what's up? Sorry yeah, about here. that. All right. What, what oh, can no, we do no, for you? I was hearing you guys talk about the cooking food and the kids and whatnot. Um, I was an education major for years, and I learned in one of the classes that when you're when you're first born, you're born with all the taste buds that, you, that you'll have throughout your life. And so that's why uh, kids, when they're young, their tastes are so acute. And so the thing that I always told my daughter is, you never know when those taste buds are going to die off because never, they never regenerate. And that's why your taste change as you get older. So I'd always make her try at least one bite, and then if she didn't like it, she didn't have to eat that portion, and I would have to uh, cook other things. Now, the other thing that was really interesting is kids are born with the uh, best diet since ever. When they're when they're done eating, they're done eating. It just means that they're full and they don't need any more to eat. And it's uh, us, the parents, who put the stigmas and whatnot with the unhealthy eating patterns. Huh, because right. I've always heard they'll eat when they eat. You know, yeah. it's just the I way just it is. I just want to circle back. So that taste bud thing is interesting. That's accurate, that they're born with... Yeah, we have yeah, you're born with... taste buds. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, and that's why, like, um, my daughter didn't like seafood younger, but now, like, she's 18 and she loves seafood. She probably loves seafood since about uh, 10 to 11. But initially, because your taste buds are so acute, they can just taste everything. And, you know, here I am at 46, and I can barely taste anything because I'm so darn old. And that's because why? Because your your taste bud becomes um, subdued? Like, do you lose taste buds? Yeah, do you remember when you're, like, younger and they would actually die off and they kind of hurt? Or I, I, I do. I remember when my taste buds would hurt a little bit when I was younger. 
but yeah, it's just one of the things by you know of biology. That's why you'll see like older folks who um, they can't taste a, a lot at all, and that's just scientific fact. So I always and I was a family support worker for a couple of years, and that's one of the things that I always tried to make sure I would pass on because uh, for some reason it's not given informationally um, very often, and you always see you know parents trying to pressure the kids to eat, eat, eat and, and um, uh, you know they just it tastes. It's, just such an acute taste for them that they just don't like it. Hmm, That's wow. the one thing. Like, I don't do. I'm not a big. I'm not a big pusher of like the idea, like the clean plate club. Like, I, I'm not something like where it's like finish your dinner. A lot of times. And and everybody gets to know their own kids. You get to know like when oh, yeah. they're really yeah. not hungry and when they're really just stalling. You know, I mean, my kids will. My kids are slow eaters. I mean, dinner for us, eight bites takes forty minutes. I mean, and it is constantly like you're on them. Like, take another bite. Take another bite. I mean, it's just it's a full time job. And then it's amazing because they'll be like, "I'm so full. I don't want to eat anymore." I'm like, "Okay, well then that's it." And then they'll come back like 20 minutes later. Like, can I have a treat? You're like, BS, dude. I just, I just. You're in the power dynamic because you're in a tough role. Because, but I'm saying I get that how the kids start playing this game. It's not about hungry or not. No, it's about what they want to eat. And, And what I'm trying to condition them is, is that, you know, this is what we are eating as a family. I'm not poisoning you. I would never intentionally make something that tasted bad or that you wouldn't that you would absolutely hate, you know? Like, I'm not sitting there pushing, like, kale yeah, chips yeah. on them. But if somebody like, was sitting across from me going, have another bite. I wouldn't. Have another it's bite. So- imagine when we're eating steak and stuff. Uh, and Eat another bite. Eat another one real quick for me. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't want to eat it either. I would put my fork down. <laughs> I wish. You'd hear my stomach growl, and I'd go, not another bite. <laughs> Fine. Go to bed. <laughs> Do me the favor that uh, I can start drinking early. Well, Ronnie, now you got me thinking, man. I, I mean, if your taste buds die, I mean, I mean, die or at least uh, become less sensitive. What am I really missing out on? That's kind of a bummer. I want to go back to the day where, um, you know, licking an ice cream cone or something like that was the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. it's like... I know okay. this, this, this feels like Willy Wonka stuff where the kids could eat the gobstopper that yeah. had all the different flavors, explosions. Taste no, it's everything. tomato soup yeah. going down my throat. Yeah. Oh, wow. I wonder. Hey, Ronnie, thanks for calling. We appreciate your call, man. Hey, you're welcome. One more thing of advice. I wish you guys would just be straight talk until like 8 o'clock. You guys are hilarious. I love you. And sometimes a lot of people, I think, are always waiting for the songs to be over just so they can listen to you guys. Hey. So if you did straight talk till 8, it would be awesome. Yeah, but straight talk till eight o'clock <laughs> with Shy Ronnie. Shy Ronnie, you'll be hearing a lot of this. Thanks, Ronnie. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. Take care, man. All right, see you and then we would have the rival station that would say less farting, more talk, <laughs> less boner sound effects. What? Everybody wants more of those. Come on now. I love the boner sound effect. Are you kidding me? I hate dinner time. I'll be honest. I absolutely hate that meal of the day. My children have ruined it for me. I mean, and not in a mean way. Like, I'm not saying that. It's just, it is a constant struggle. Do me a favor. I hate it. I want to have you do me a favor. Do you hear what a mom you've become? I know. Listen to this. Now, I I don't blame you. I hate dinner. I want you to do me a favor. And I think there's more truth to this, just real quick, Party, which you said. You were kidding, but there's some truth to this. (laughs) Until they get that meal in them and you can clean up dinner and get them doing their homework, Bonnie can't have her wine. No. Oh, I mean, no, they've kinda, already done homework. 
They've already done homework. Homework is done. We just need to get that food I can in do it. the belly. I tell you what, I can do it. I swear I can do it. What I need you to do is just shoot me an email or whatever of a list of foods that you that you kind of plan okay. on making for the next couple of days. And Jeff and I, and Jeff will do it with me, but we, we I can do it. We can like get the you ca- to like, I'll, I'll send you the weekly. That's Absolutely. the other thing. Just give you me a couple days. Meal planning, that's the other, that's a goes to the point of meal planning. Just, I can't meal plan because it's like... It's like a road to heartache. Give me, like, like, give me an idea of what you're going to make tonight, then. Okay. For dinner, and maybe tomorrow night, and then we're going to make you, your kids will eat what you make. Okay. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show, Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel n- n- Channel ninety four one. What is Super going Bowl on? Uh, is coming up February fourth, and we all know that Justin Timberlake is going to be performing halftime. But now comes word that Pink is going to be singing the national anthem. Oh, really? Hmm. So um, upside down, like hanging and doing gymnastics. That's, I wonder. I <laughs> we'll see. That's how she does most of her stuff. But it's a lot of famous ladies that have done it. Last year, uh, a couple years ago, it was Lady Gaga. You know, Kelly Clarkson. Wasn't that last year, where she leap, leaped in, but it was the fake leap. That was the halftime show. Yeah, that was. Half-time. But she did the year before that. She did the um, the Star Spangled Banner. She did the national anthem. Maybe that was what got her. So maybe this is Pink hoping that this is like an audition. For her to get the halftime show. Who knows? Uh, Zach Brown Band did the national anthem before the national championship last night. Um, yeah. And I saw pictures on Twitter of Zach Brown with uh, Scott Frost Ooh. after. You know, like arm in arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hanging Best in the skybox. Oh. It was like the bell of the ball. <laughs> How do I get close to Scott Frost? He's probably got a restraining order at this point. This is the show. He eventually will move here. So, and we we're Husker Radio. Oh yes, we are. Yes, we are. There is an inevitability that he'll be in the building. I wonder if he'll be warned about you. Oh geez, I don't know. How what a huge fan you are! (laughs) Just want to be close to him. I respect him all the way. All right. Uh, the revival of American Idol. I don't know if I'm going to watch it on account of the fact that they say that they're not going to highlight bad auditions the way that Fox did. ABC I didn't said. I don't even think they used to anymore. Had they in the recent yeah. final years? They were still doing the. Yeah, they still. That's uh, Those are always the episodes that I watched was like the first ones when they were looking for people. Yeah, but they you get really. To see those auditions where you're like. Whoa. They had really started to clean it up, though. It wasn't as yeah. mean as it used no. to be. I think when Simon was gone and it really wasn't somebody there that could just absolutely mentally eviscerate someone, they kind of lost their love for it. Oh, you know, nobody wanted to be mean. Like it was like Keith Urban. Keith Urban's not going to tell you you suck. You don't want to see any of this right here. She plays. Oh, baby. But she moves. She moves. I go crazy because she looks like a flop, but she stings like a bee. So William Hung. Yeah, but William Hung actually got some run out of it. So it wasn't the ones that. It was the people that never got a show. They went on and they just got ball batted. It wasn't even really... Those are the extreme. Those are the extreme. It was the person that really might have been on the edge of having a chance that had like a pretty good voice. And Simon would just cut him in half and be like, you do not have the look. That's probably the ones that really hurt. Yeah, you don't have the look or you're You're terrible. But you, you need that you. for the show. You can't. I be, feel that's like that's what yeah. separates every other show exactly like it. Otherwise, why is that any different than The Voice or America's Got Talent or any of that stuff? I come I, on. I mean, I really didn't have a problem with them ball batting the fame, 
the fame monsters, the fame, you know, whores basically that showed、right. up. And it's like, you knew better than this.、Yes. This is a singing show. If you don't have the goods, if you're going to wait in line all day and waste other people's time to get out there and be like, you know, I'm a bad karaoke singer,、yeah. I think there's a level that you deserve to go. You know, this is a pro level event. Are you really? Simon, you start to ask. Are you really American Idol? You're telling me you believe、no. you're American Idol. These guys would go, Yeah.、Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to be famous. It's like, a, like、okay. you said, it's a pro level event. That's it. Well, and I also wonder if ABC understands that. Okay, so the judges for this new incarnation of American Idol are Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryan. And you almost wonder, like, again, who, who is the, who's the tiger out of the Say this again one、group? more time. Who is it? It's Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryan.、So、Luke like- Bryan is the nicest guy in the world. Right.、Yeah. Um, Lionel Richie's probably honest, but seems like a really nice guy. And Katy Perry's, I think Katy will have to be the meanie. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. There's no real, there, there's no there's real、no、piranha. There's no shark in that group where you're like, oh, I would not want to hear they're, that person. They're not going to risk, risk、no. their, their,、uh, reputation their reputation. There's no way.、Yeah. You need any, a Simon. Are there any boy band guys that were like jerks? I mean, I, would, I think you almost have to bring back someone who's notorious and be like, look, dude, you're going to get paid a lot of money. Right. Just be the jerk, be the jerk on the show. Like、it takes a lot. One of the, the lesser. Lesh- one of the Lachey brothers or a dude from O Town. I mean, the bit has got to be. Aaron like- Carter. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Aaron somebody who's、Carter、got nothing to lose. All cracked out. He's in recovery now. He's like, you know what? I ate today. And then he just pours his pain on these young kids that are just、all、trying to go、you. for a dream. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, thank you for putting your trash dreams. And, and telegraphing them onto mine. You're like, um. And、uh, here's a little something that I saw that I can't even believe Lena Dunham and Jack Antonoff have called it quits after five and a half years of dating.、Really? I was kind of、wow. excited. I was kind of excited. Where are you? Why? <laughs> mean girl. Do you like Lena Dunham or are you just like, <laughs> she wanted the pain? Oh.、Um, I saw I, the photo I, and it looked like she was in pain. I think it was him. I think, because keep in mind back in November, don't you remember she put up that tweet? She's like, oh my God, I totally thought he was planning with his sister about our engagement. So you're saying he's And I、care. caught him. Well, no, and then this was the thing. And she's like, and so I can, you know, like I was like, I saw you, you know, he was whispering with his sister and she thought it was an engagement. And he's like, no, actually, I was talking blank about you. <laughs>、um, so I wonder if it's been percolating. You're saying he had、I、marked love- himself for death in that moment? Yeah, that, I mean, if he was talking、um, smack about her behind her back to his sister, I mean, that's pretty much like something's up. I have such a crush on Jack Antonoff. So I'm、oh, just. Oh, is that like, what it is? Oh, God. She's just got the weirdest. <laughs> yeah, she、type. does. Let's go down your list. You got.、Uh... Yeah, but see, then she's obsessed with guys like Chris Hemsworth. So. Well, those are her never、oh, going to have moments. Right. Could you、never、imagine being、happen. like Molly's roommate in college? You have no idea who、uh. she's coming home with. <laughs> You couldn't trust her as a roommate. One night is some piece、you、of man candy,、me. and the next night he's some f-、yeah. sweater vest nerd. You don't want to bring a, a, a hot、well, like, friend that's all horned up like this. Her roommate's like, Molly, I didn't、yeah. know you had a brother. And she's like, No, that's my hookup.、Yeah. Ew. <laughs> He has the same glasses you do.、Yeah. I know, aren't they sweet? <laughs> Jack Antonoff is so, oh my God, I love it. He's got those glasses. He looks like he's got, I love Bleachers, the, his band. And then he's the one that is the big producer right now. He helped、uh, Taylor Swift with her new album. 
You can kind of hear the sounds on it. But anyway, he's 33. She's 31. Lena Dunham and Jack Antonoff, after five years, they live together. They've got a house together, a dog together. I kind of feel bad. That's going to be messy, but there you go. They're and he was、up. also in fun. Remember fun? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Broadcasting from the Eat Fit Go studio. You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1.